Are you, are you coming to the train? We're ahead of hope, side by side with me. Make America great again, break the chains. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Hello everyone, this is the VOC, the Voice of Conservatives, signing on for another episode of the series. This will be going out to you on August 3rd, 2021. I am your host, Grady Spencer. This will be the sixth episode of the first season of the VOC. Let's hop right in to the new section of today's episode. Fox News, as always, looking at the top stories, crediting Fox News and all the writers, writers, <laughs> all right, let's see, fully vaccinated Republican senator gets COVID, shares message about the shot, hmm. yeah, well, what they do is they put the, they actually put the virus in you, so you become immune to it. So, anyone who's got the shot has had COVID in their body, in a way, I guess you could say. Um, Lindsey Graham. He tested positive for the virus. Um, he said he started having flu-like symptoms Saturday night and went to the doctor, uh, this morning, this, this morning, actually, uh, August 2nd. Hmm. He said he's going to be quarantining for 10 days. Yeah, he'll survive it like a champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he did wear a mask, I guess. He was fully vaccinated. Hmm. That just tells you what can happen, you know? So, I don't understand. <sighs> People say, oh, full protection, you know? Well, you can still get it either way, honestly, but it's not a big deal if you get it, really. Unless you're like 70 years old and having underlying health conditions, you'll be fine. My grandma has one lung and passed right through it in a few days. No issues. She just passed it just like the flu would. Um, I'm spun with people differently, but literally, according to the legislative of the North Dakota government, this says that. According to the CDC, COVID-19 survival rate is 99.99% for people that is younger than 50. That's about right. <laughs> Jin Saki attacks uh, Ron DeSantis over handling of pandemic. Governor's office fires back. Um, by the way, uh, 
Bradford Betts writ, <laughs> writ, wrote the story on Lindsey Graham, the Republican senator, testing positive after fully vaccinated. Oh, there's been thousands of people that have died from the virus because what the what they do is they put the virus in you, uh, just like a really little bit, so you become more immune to it. And some people just don't want, really want to take that risk, I guess. Yeah. DeSantis teen reacts to headlines accusing DeSantis of being anti-vax and unfair and baseless. Huh. I mean, I'm not gonna go around and say don't get the vaccine. Per se. Because there's some people where it's probably better if they did. But I'm only going to say that somebody needs it if they're really old and have any underlying health conditions. Other than that, kids do not need to be getting it. Literally like I... I don't know if I've... I haven't went over it yet. I'll, I'll go over it later. Ron DeSantis went like he did everything in his everything possible everything possible that he could do to save and protect the old people and get those vaccines out to them as quick as possible so I don't know what crooked gin he's talking about slam Florida governor over his handling on coronavirus pandemic, accusing the public of choosing politics over public health. Um, well, she's an idiot. That's exactly what she's doing. Have you seen her? I mean, like, <laughs> Ron DeSantis has done everything to help the old people, and he knows that, like, like I just told you, like, you're not going to die if you're under 50. Like, you're not going to die. Okay. Unless you have any really huge underlying health conditions or something like that. You'll, you'll buzz right through it like nothing. DeSantis is an outspoken opponent of the coronavirus restrictions like state-level mask mandates. Has repeatedly floated as a potential 2024 challenger to President, President Biden. Are you serious? That clown won't get through, the, through his first term. I don't think I'll get through a second one unless they cheat again. That's just insane. Here's the thing. If Donald Trump runs for 2024, which which I, I, I'm literally certain that he will, he's not going to run for president, but I think he'd be a very good pick for vice president. Ken Sones would be a really good one, too. During her daily press briefing Monday, Saki said that the Biden administration was ready and available to provide federal assistance, whether that is Florida or any other part of the country. After Florida broke two coronavirus-related records over the weekend with the highest number of reported cases in a day and the highest number of uh, hospitalizations per capita. It has nothing to do with the masks. There's been no science to back up that the mask has, uh, 
I've done anything. So, yeah, don't blame Ron DeSantis, okay? That'd be like blaming the guy's mother for the murder that he committed. Like, <laughs> highest reported cases and hospitalizations in a day. Well, I mean, maybe old people just, they just, I don't know, I guess they just, they got, they got it bad, you know. Any underlying health conditions, and, well, they get bad, they get bad. She says, encouraging people to get vaccinated, encouraging people to wear masks, including allow schools to mandate masks and allowing kids to wear masks which is not the current state of play in Florida. Honestly, Jim Justice has done absolutely nothing um, of interest to me regarding the masks. The masks are absolutely not needed for kids. They will do nothing, okay? Absolutely nothing. It's just, it's just all a load of garbage in my opinion. She said, yeah, she didn't know what Florida's policy was. They said that kids can wear masks if they want to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Honestly, I think it should be, hey, don't wear a mask if you don't want to. You know, obviously, like like you said, don't be wearing. She's just, she's out of her mind. She has no idea what she's even, she's one of the most annoying people ever. People don't need masks. Final. Jessica Chasmar wrote this. You know, we're getting about nine minutes and 30 seconds, but I'm having fun doing this. I might go a little bit, this will be a little bit of a longer show. How about that? We're going to make it a longer show. Clemson football player arrested after driving 115 miles per hour. Hitting mail carrier. Fred Davis II played 11 games for Clemson as a true freshman um, last year. Hmm. 60 miles over the speed limit. Crash no mail carrier in South Carolina, according to police. Wow. That's crazy. He didn't get injured. Um, he was charged with reckless driving and he turned himself in. That's unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable. I don't care their circumstance. They had a bad day and they just wanna, you know, feel good and drive on the road like that, you know. It's always the innocent ones that get killed, you know. 
Washington, D.C. police officer responded to Capitol riot. His third police to kill themselves. Killing themselves. It's just awful. Gunther Hashida. Another calling it. Hmm. Inside his home on July 29th. Hmm. He's been there since 2003. Why are people calling it? The deadly attack on January 6th. It was an accidental, one accidental death. They don't want to talk about the dozens of deaths that happened in the BLM riots. They don't want to talk about the billions of dollars in property damages, do they? It's absolutely ridiculous how they call that a deadly attack. Hey. Overturn the election. I mean, I support what they were going for. Now, I don't really like those stupid riots, like the BLM riots. I can't stand those, but they're actually fighting for something real here. They're not fighting for something that's uncontroversial. <laughs> uncontroversial. Um, because it was very clear that the Biden administration cheated the election. No one to overturn it. Hmm. Jeffrey Smith and Howard Liebengood uh, committed suicide. Hmm. The trauma inflicted by the riot prompted him to take his own life. Trauma. When literally... Nothing happened. It's really funny how the left, you know, wants to defund and they hate police officers, but when it comes to the Capitol riot, they like bless all the police force. I, I think black, <laughs> back the blue, okay? No matter what. That's crazy. Very interesting news today. It was a little bit longer than usual, about 15 minutes. I was written by Louis Cassiano. I think that's how you say it. So, yeah. I'm also going to say something. Gwen Berry is an idiot. We've all known this. But she said if she gets up on the podium... To accept the medal, she will be, she said she's going to represent all the people who are oppressed. <laughs> oh my goodness. Representing the oppressed, huh? <laughs> I, 
Oh my goodness. If they're if they're really oppressed. It's it's completely based off decisions. It really is. But white people are letting these BLM and Antifa run around like babies, throwing tantrums and not letting black people get up on their own two feet and become successful. Because people like Gwen Berry telling people that they're oppressed, there's someone always out to get them, that's going to stop them, okay? The left and BLM and all these authority that's telling these black people that they are oppressed are making black people not want to succeed because they feel like they can't. When absolutely they can. And we've seen this by people coming all around the world, coming to America, specifically to live the American dream, and get a new start. It's just baffling to me. And people call it like at, they don't call the January 6th Capitol riot, uh, they call that, they didn't call that a peaceful protest. And, but they call their own riots a peaceful protest. Peaceful protests? Are you serious? So burning down, destroying thousands of businesses, whether they be big or small, and causing billions in dollars in property damage, that, that's peaceful to you? They barely did anything at all at the Capitol riot. I just, I don't understand their viewpoints. Anyway, that's today's, today's news. This is, uh, this is being recorded on August the 2nd, and this should be published on August the 3rd, 2021. Let's go, let's, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just thinking about Gwen Berry again. It really makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get right on to the main section of today's show, why America is not a racist country. Okay, we're continuing the America is not a racist country section. Okay, we are living in mob rule, where the media is creating the mob. This is what happened in the George Floyd trial. The media left out all the evidence that George was resisting arrest and acting very, very high with all the high levels of fentanyl in his body. Fentanyl is 40 times more toxic than morphine. 40 times more toxic than morphine. This is causing him to not having the ability to breathe very well. Or being, quote, claustrophobic, as he said. In the full video, he already started yelling, I can't breathe, in the cop car. Before, he was under, uh, he was on the ground and under Derek's knee. Watching the full video just makes it look like any other crime and the police are doing their job. But like I previously stated before, CNN cut out all the parts that would persuade you to think that this is just the police doing their job. It's They're making you think that Derek Chauvin is an evil person. Honestly, Derek Chauvin needs to be released from prison. They Honestly, in my opinion, they put an innocent man in jail. 
a man doing his job. Okay. I just, I can't believe how I can live like this anymore. How I can live with the left controlling everything. I don't believe I said that last part before. But if I did, I honestly don't care because that is a very important thing to tell you. Now I'm going to talk about Logan Paul's antics. Logan Paul states that being not, <laughs> being not racist is not enough. Okay, so first of all, what? <laughs> yes, it is enough, okay? Being not racist is enough. That's like... <laughs> not being a murderer... That's, that's like saying that not being a murderer is not enough. <laughs> it, makes no, it makes absolutely no sense. Ember Mix Kendi says the exact same thing, or Henry Rogers is his real name, but whatever. Apparently, he wanted to sound more his name. He wanted his name to sound more African. Quote, quoted by Logan Paul: "Stop acting like you're better because you're white." Okay, and then two seconds later, he says, "If you're white, use your privilege." And goes on to say that all white people are privileged. The one doesn't see that they are blind and they are an idiot. <laughs> what? <laughs> this makes absolutely no sense at all because this is literally def defining racism, what he's talking about here. There are so much more people going around saying that white people are privileged because of the color of their skin. It makes zero sense at all. They are saying that blacks are underprivileged, and if you don't see that, that you're an idiot. I mean... That's literally, there was no racism before, but they're literally bringing in racism. But apparently they're anti-racist. <laughs> these clowns are just racist, and they're saying these things, and just just sprinkling it right in when it, was, when it wasn't there. He says, be anti-racist. <laughs> says the man who traveled to Japan to laugh at people who committed suicide. If you haven't seen that video, it's quite tragic. He literally experienced and saw it. He put put it on camera too. Um, of in Japan, of this guy who was hanging from a tree, and he just started laughing. He's like, "Oh, this is this is how I cope with weird situations like this." What? It's just so. Ironic how racist the anti-racist people are. Logan Paul literally laughed at people who were hanging from a tree. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. And Logan goes on to say that he has never feared for his life at a routine traffic stop because he is a white kid. Okay. Every normal person of any race at all doesn't fear for their life at a traffic stop unless they have done something very unlawful or wrong. 
Normal people, when pulled over, aren't scared of the police. They're scared of the ticket amounts or in court dates. He is saying he is anti-racist, but he is assuming that because one black person had a bad experience with a cop means that all black people have a target on their backs, or that all black people have a bad experience with a cop. Which isn't that actually racist. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's just so funny. Oh, he was treating someone differently because of the color of their skin. That is the definition of racism. He's just so confusing. And all, <laughs> all individuals are equal regardless of race. White people with bad records will be in fear if they have a bad record. They'll be in fear of the police and they have reasons to fear an encounter with the police. But they're going to, they're going to be, there are going to be black people that have those exact same fears, regardless of race. We good people with their record have nothing to fear when our police pulls us over because we have nothing to hide. People to hide would be fearful. It is absolutely ridiculous when we're told that a black person is poor because the cops want to kill, which is so factually false, which I've went over many, many shows before. Evidence shows if they're going to go off that basis that blacks should actually be more fearful of other black people. But, okay. A lot of this argument was brought up by Candace Owens, and she states, Logan's emotions defy reality. Yes. Statistics show that 13% of the population, which is black people, commit 50% of the homicides in this country. The real reality is white men are gunned down by police more often by blacks. This is just simple FBI statistics, if you didn't know. Anyways, that is the America's Not a Racist Country section. I really feel like I should go on to the George Floyd section. But it's, it's quite wrong. I have something else to go over. But yeah, we're doing it again. Talking about COVID, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. But it needs to be talked about. Masks do nothing. Whole section of me. According to the legislative, <laughs> legislative government of North Dakota, scientifically, masks have done nothing to help the spread of COVID 19. All of this controversy, <laughs> controversy is for political aims. I, I would state the URL. I'm going to put it in the description of this episode. But if I went, there are so many slashes and dashes and letters and numbers. I, I, I'm not going to do it. Okay. So, let's just get started on these pictures, I guess. There's quite, I mean, I'll just go on the, I'll just go on the website. Um... Masks have become a political tool and talisman? Talisman. <laughs> when COVID-19 hit, governments panicked and created enormous fear. CDC con uh, currently estimates a COVID-19 survival rate of 99.99% for people younger than 50, like I stated before. Uh, but the damage created by the panic was 
too great to undo. It is likely that some politicians eventually realized their mistake and needed a way to backpedal without admitting their lockdowns were a policy disaster. Their solution was for people to put any old piece of cloth across their face and, ma <laughs> face and magically believe that it's okay to go out shopping again. Masks are not merely a small inconvenience. They have inadvertently become a key impediment to returning to a more normal life. A desirable goal for those seeking to twist the pandemic for political and electoral purposes. Masks are dehumanizing and ironically serve as a constant reminder that we should be afraid. People can now be spotted wearing masks while camping by themselves in the woods or in a solo sailing trip. They have become a cruel device on young children everywhere and kindergarten students covered by masks and isolated by plexiglass. Struggling to understand the social expressions of their peers. Face coverings are causing real harm to the American people and they provide little to no medical medical benefit at all and they distract us they are distracting us from more important health policy issues there's there's been pictures all over the place of like when Fauci's on screen he's uh always full he's full mask you know not on the pitch but when he's He's off screen, sitting in the chairs. There he is. No mask on. That really tells you. These same politicians and health officials are so desperate to make people believe in the mask that they doctor charts to make their case, even when their own data actually undermines them. So what is the actual science behind masks? Let's begin right by reviewing the leading scientific studies. The Center for Evidence-Based Medicine at Oxford University summarized six international studies which showed that masks alone have no significant effect in interrupting the spread of ILI or influenza in the general population nor in healthcare workers. Oxford went on to say that despite two decades of pandemic preparedness, there is a considerable uncertainty as the value of wearing masks. They... Oh... They prophetically warned that this has left the field wide open for the play of opinions, radical views, and political influence. This was done by Oxford, Oxford University in medicine. A study of healthcare workers in more than 1,600 hospitals showed that cloth masks only filtered out 3% of particles. An article in New England Journal of Medicine stated, Wearing a mask outside healthcare faculties other offers little, if any, protection at all from COVID-19 or from infection at all, and that the desire for widespread masking is a ref <laughs> Refre <laughs> reflexive reaction to anxiety over the pandemic. I didn't have any. I, I, I suffer severe anxiety, and I had no anxiety at all. About the pandemic, I'm like, um, nothing's gonna happen to me. And it, barely anybody at all around me is gonna die at all. 
I've known so much more people that have died from cancer than COVID-19. So many old people that even have those underlying health conditions to survive. Just like, just like that. You know, boost so easily. And then see all these people tragically dying from cancer. They're in fear of COVID-19 when really they will be taken away due to cancer. There are many other credible studies showing lack of mask efficiency, such as studies published in the National Center of Biotechnology Information, Cambridge University Press, Oxford Clinical Infectious Disease, and the Influenza Journal. That's just a few of them, by the way. This is all, remember, this is all from the North Dakota legislative government. And there are many other credible studies showing lack of mask efficiency, such as studies published in the National Center for Biotechnology. Oh, I just, that's embarrassing. I'm sorry. I just read that all over again. <laughs> but seriously, go, go check out the National Center for Biotechnology Information, Cambridge University Press, Oxford Clinical Infectious Diseases, and the Influenza Journal, just to show, show the lack of mask efficiency. But the plentiful evidence we have indicates masks would not meaningfully help with aerosol transmission where two people are just in the same area or even in the same room. This is because the two people end up breathing in the same area with or without a mask as visually demonstrated in a video. The worst. So it's like, oh yeah, you gotta enter the restaurant, you know, mask on, but sit down magically the virus you know just no not gonna not gonna come to you so you can take your mask off just like okay that's so so <laughs> it's so stupid all right historical scientific studies do not make a compelling case of the universal masking <laughs> that the universal masking would meaningfully help so let's explore real world situations to see where data leads us. Austria was one of the first governments to require masks and did so about 10 days after its cases began to go down. Level of downtrend did not change or improve after masks were required. After the nation's people wearing masks for an extended period, cases are currently four times where they were when Austria mandated masks and cases are continuing to climb. So they started requiring their masks when there was starting to get, be a downtick in, in viruses already. And now they're being higher than ever. Germany required masks right after their huge hump and it went straight up again too. France required masks when they, they were already low in cases and they still are and they're going right up. You know? Yeah. They have a thousand percent more daily cases despite having one of the highest mass compliance levels in the world. Oh.
They absolutely do nothing to stop COVID, yeah. Spain required masks after their huge uptick, and then right after they required their masks, another huge uptick. The UK required masks at their lowest point, and then they just went straight up. Yeah, same with Belgium. Yeah, Italy waited a long time to require masks. And right after they required masks, they're... I mean, they're just skyrocketing in cases. And they just fail because there's no slowing down. You know? All similar results have been found in Ireland, Portugal, and Israel, and many other countries. No matter how strictly mask laws are enforced, nor the level of mask compliance, the population follows cases all fall and rise around the same time. There's actually a graph here with masks required and no masks required. The no masks required are super low right at the bottom. And the masks required, I mean, they're just so much higher. The places with masks are required, the cases are really high up. Places with no masks required, they're low. Wow. So... Yeah, Sweden and Norway and Denmark are all the really low ones, and then a lot of other countries are just skyrocketing right up. <laughs> yeah, Denmark, Norway, and Sweden all at the bottom, while Italy, Spain, USA, and France, and Germany, and the UK, they're all up super high. California required massive June, but the cases still went up by more than 300%, and the state remains heavily locked down for four months later with still higher cases, as said. California required mass when there was a little bit of an uptick, and after they required mass, it skyrocketed straight up, and it has been high since. Yeah, Hawaii COVID nineteen cases. They mandated masks, and it's skyrocketed higher than it's ever been. Georgia with no masks was significantly lower than Texas when they required them. It's just insane. And the question is, why don't mask work? If we wanted effective masks, then manufacturers should be conducting scientific tests evaluating masks specifically for their ability to reduce the spread of coronavirus. The Food and Drug Administration and the CDC should be making recommendations on which masks to use in improving masks based on their scientific efficiency rather than promoting the wrapping of a piece of miscellaneous cloth around their face, which basically all of the masks that are out there are doing. They do nothing, so. And this says right here, effective masks, if they exist, you know. It's not 
shown that they exist, if they're even effective at all in any way. And they should only be produced for the older people with underlying health condition. Oh boy. Our universal use of unscientific face coverings is therefore closer to medieval superstition than it is to science. But many powerful institutions have to be too much political capital invested in the mask narrative at this point. So the the narrative says that if cases go down, it's because masks succeeded. It says if cases go up, it's because masks succeeded in preventing more cases. The narrative simply assumes rather than proves that, that masks work at all, despite overwhelming scientific evidence to the contrary. And the narrative further ignores places like Sweden and Georgia, which never required masks in the first place. And it suppresses new scientific evidence if it doesn't support desired political results, such as the data from the world's only randomized trial investigating if masks actually protect from COVID-19. Even the Nobel... What? History does not bode well for times that politics meddles with science. Martin Kolderoff, a professor at Harvard Medical School and the leader in disease surveillance methods and infectious disease outbreaks, describes the current COVID uh, scientific environment this way. After 300 years, the age of enlightenment has ended. In the end, it will be a loss of credibility in our scientific institutions and the unnecessary division they have uh, so among us for which mass will be remembered. So, like they said, masks are unneeded. Pretty long show this time around. Uh, yep, here they are, the North Dakota State Government official portal for it. This is where the legislative branch is. So yeah. I'll put the link in the description. And... Go check it out. Go check out all this stuff right here. This was this was produced on February the third, two thousand and twenty-one. So, massive, even you know, cases have probably went way up even after those. So, well, thank you for listening in to today's podcast. This is hosted by Grady Spencer. I have a lot of fun doing this. Um, I do this semi-weekly. I skipped a few days just to, you know, relax, get away from the mic, but I feel I'm very comforted when I'm with the mic, being able to speak my truth to you. Hopefully, this was of help of information to you. I have a fun time doing it. I hope you have a fun time listening. This is the VOC, the Voice of Conservatives. Signing off. Hey, Donald Trump is your president, and if you like it or not, keep the energy you had with Barack. Cause you know this Trump train don't stop. Tell Beto to please come try to take my block.